Hill's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello and welcome. Welcome, everyone. This is Clarence Caldwell. Welcome to True Life Academy. I am your host and your coach for the week, and I am so very grateful that you are listening. That means a lot to me, and I just can't tell you how much that, uh, that I appreciate you for hanging in there with me and, and learning so very much. I get, I get so much information back and feedback about some of the things that I talk about on the show and the guests that I have on the show. And it just tells me that you're listening, that you're paying attention, not only paying attention, but you're really, really getting something out of, of uh, True Life Academy, which is absolutely uh, great. And I love the fact that it's making a difference for you. It is certainly making a difference for me. So how is it making a difference for me? I get to talk to you about the things that are important in not only your life, but my life, everyone's life that allows us to live a better life. And, you know, it's like um, I used to call it third person teaching. So whenever you learn something, and this is one thing I will encourage all of you to do. Whenever you learn something, turn around and teach it to someone else. If you hear something or you learn something from whether it's school or uh, a friend or wherever you learn it, if it's a, a valid lesson or just life's experience, <clears throat> excuse me, then turn around and teach that. Teach that to someone. Because what happens is when you teach to someone, not only are you sharing and, and giving your knowledge and wisdom to someone, but you're learning as you're teaching. Something that happens when you teach is that you begin to look a little deeper into what it was you learned and your knowledge and your wisdom, and you begin to uncover things that were there, but you really didn't pay a lot of attention to. And so you begin to learn again. Even when you teach, you learn the lesson over again. And typically, the people who you're uh, teaching will ask you a question or make a comment that opens up even more learning for you. So that's why I'm really appreciative of, of people listening and then providing me questions or feedback or information about what they're learning because it allows me to continue to grow and move down this path, my journey as well. So thank you. Uh, I wanted to give you those props right off the bat and just let you know that I so, so appreciate you being here with me as you always are. So thank you for that. Uh, and good morning to you. Yes, it's morning. Morning because we are waking up. That's what this is all about. We're waking up to our true life. And the true life that, that is a part of who we are allows us to live in this world and continue to grow and, and learn and just completely 
immerse ourselves in the wonder of life itself. So uh, please, please don't disconnect from who you really are. That is that is your goal. That is your truth. And when you are connected at the core to your true life, the whole world changes for you. It opens up. And I know many of you experience that. You experience it maybe a lot, maybe just from time to time, or maybe all the time. Wherever you are in your journey, remember those lessons that allow you to stay connected to your true self. So what are we doing tonight? We're going to talk tonight about um, a few things, and a few things that are probably, I'll use these terms that are, they seem very simple. And they seem like, oh, I know what that is. But I'm going to give you a different spin on these very well-used terms. And uh, maybe it'll open up yet another area of learning for you. And uh, when we do that, I, I really, that's where I get my joy is when I open up a new, a new area of learning in something that, was, that seemed to be old, old news. Because there's always something to, to learn. So we're going to talk about the past, the present, and the future. And one of the questions is, you know, where do you think your power lies? And certainly, many of us know where that is. But there is another facet to the power that we have within us. And the true power that we have within us is something that I'm also going to try and describe to you tonight. And I'm going to maybe just give you the antithesis of it, or maybe the opposite side of, of, of power. And that's not being weak, but it's being forceful. So there's a difference between power and force. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. And then the third piece, the trifecta, I call it, is the emotion that fuels either your power or your force or your, or your, lack of power, I'll call it, because force is not true power. And we'll, we'll, we'll describe that to you as well. So fasten your seatbelt. Uh, there is one thing I want to talk about in terms of the past and the present and the future. And, and we won't spend a lot of time there, but I do want to, <laughs> I want to make sure that you, you, you get this. I'm chuckling to myself because something came to mind as I was thinking about this subject. And what came to mind for me was a story. Uh, we'll just call it a metaphor um, or an analogy. And it's very silly, but it's one that it really drives the point home. Because one of the things that sits in the past for us are challenges that we've faced, people that have done wrong to us or by us. And we have this thing about not forgiving those people or those things. And we did a a show, an hour-long show on forgiveness, so I won't really go back into that one, not on this episode. We're going to revisit forgiveness at some point because I know many of you who are listening today did not hear that show. I encourage you to go to iTunes and call up that old episode and listen to it. But we are going to talk about it just real briefly because the past is something that saps our energy. It saps our power from us. And when we talk about where your power lies, 
I'm going to just tell you up front, it does not lie in the past. And the past usually has with it a certain amount of regret. And sometimes there's anger and sadness and emptiness in terms of an emotion that gets attached to it. But also there's this thing of unforgiveness. See, if we don't forgive someone, what we're doing is we're really holding on to the past. So those, those are synonymous in my, in my mind. So the analogy, the very silly analogy that, that comes to mind for me, and I don't know how many of you are comic book buffs or know about uh, one of the most famous superheroes of our generation or generations past, is Superman. <laughs> now, Superman, if you know the story of Superman, you know that he does not come from Earth. He comes from another planet. And I call holding on to the past, even the unforgiveness piece, as holding on to kryptonite. Now, if you know the story of Superman, you know that kryptonite is something that will really sap and drain him of his powers. And kryptonite will, in fact, ultimately kill him if he holds on to it long enough. You know, the story of, of, of the kryptonite is, is really, he comes from a planet called Krypton, and that planet exploded. I'm smiling as I tell this because it sounds so ridiculous, but <laughs> hopefully it'll drive the point home for you. The planet of Krypton exploded. So all of these fragments of that planet are floating through space, and some of those fragments found their way to Earth. And uh, what it turned out to be was that those fragments of Krypton, where his family was, where he was born, where Superman was born, uh, if he gets close to that fragment or a chunk of Krypton, which is now called kryptonite, he loses his powers. And if he stays in contact with that piece of the past, it will ultimately kill him. And so I liken this whole issue of living in the past, holding on to the past, not forgiving, all of those things that have to do with the past, I call that our kryptonite. And so someone uh, once uh, asked me about um, what they should do about the things that have happened in the past. And I, I said, let it go, release it. You have to let go of that because if you hold on to that, that kryptonite will kill you. You know, I had a uh, conversation this morning. I was actually being interviewed this morning by another uh, radio show host, and we talked about forgiveness a lot. And it's, it's a matter of holding on to something so much where it changes um, your life. And the, the comment that we made was it's like taking poison every day and expecting the other person to die. And that doesn't happen, does it? If you take poison every day, who's going who's gonna to be hurt by that? You are. So this forgiveness issue, this holding on to the past, that is very, very disempowering and so much so that it's deadly. And so holding on to the past is your kryptonite. And I encourage you to let go of the kryptonite, release it as hard as it is to let go of, because you may have some attachment to that past. You may have uh, some nostalgia associated with the old planet of Krypton and you just don't want to let it go. Well, put it in a lead box, set it off to the side. You can look at it every now and then if you really want to, but don't hold on to that. Let that go. And so I encourage you 
that the past has no power in it. In fact, it's just the opposite. It will drain you of your power if you hold on to it. So uh, I wanted to share that analogy with you, that metaphor, however you want to look at it. When you find yourself holding on to the past and living in the past, think about it as kryptonite because it does you no good. Okay? Now, where does the power reside? We're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. We're going to talk about whether it resides in the future or whether it resides in the present. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, and advice and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Everybody, everybody. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to True Life Academy. We are talking about uh, three different things here today. We're talking about the past, present, and future. Those are one thing that I'm uh, referring to. The second is the power and where that lies. And then the third is the emotional tie. And um, when we wrap this thing up, and you'll see those three things have to be in alignment to create uh, the life that we're talking about. And it's, it's not just one or the other, or if I got two out of three, I'm, I'm good. Two out of three is not good enough. The three, the trifecta has to be in place. That alignment has to be in place in order for us to really move forward. So we were talking about the past. And, and some of the things that, that happened in the past are 
are very, very good in terms of creating who we are today. There are life lessons that we've learned in the past. There, there is some growth. There, you know, we've got some good memories as well as some bad memories of the past. There's history there. We, we gained some knowledge. Even our beliefs have been set up by things that have happened in the past. And our thoughts are kind of conditioned by the past. So it's not that the past is evil. Don't get me wrong. Krypton, that planet, was not an evil planet. It's just that if you are holding on to those things, they can create a disempowering effect on who you are because your true power does not reside in the past. So living back there in the past only saps you of your power. It stops you. It holds you back. Okay? Uh, So where does the power lie? Well, let's talk about the future for a second because the future is uh, very important for us because we, we often want our future to be right, to be right and to be bright. But the future is unknown, right? It's unseen. You know, there's kind of a promise of the future, uh, but there's also this anticipation and speculation that isn't always a feel-good anticipation or speculation. Sometimes there's a little bit of anxiety or fear that comes along with the future. So there, with that speculation, that anxiety, that fear anticipation, even though there, there's a hint of promise that things could be great, there's all these other things in there that create uh, worry for us. And if you have a lot of worry in your life, that's an emotion that you really don't want to carry around with you because it is also draining. It will drain your power. If you're always worried about the future. If you're all, if you're holding on to the future. Now, don't get me wrong. You have to look forward, and you have to prepare, and you have to be cautious, and you have to think about the future. But if that's where the bulk of your time is spent holding on to that future, then it's disempowering. Okay, so so I, I don't want you to think that you can never think about the past and never think about the future. Because you can't help but think about the past and the future. That's how we operate. The past we've learned from, and we visit it all the time in our mind. The future we think about because we want a better future for ourselves. So those things are always there, and they always will be there. What I am guarding against and want you to guard against is living too much in either one of those spaces. Because truly, the power that you have available to you resides in the present. And some people have said that's why they consider the present a gift. It is the now. It is a gift. It is a present that if you open that present up and you reach in and you pull out the now, there is so much love, beauty, joy, and wonderment in the now. That is where the power is for you to create your future and to move forward and not backwards into the past. So I hope that makes sense for you. So understand that this power of now, I'll call it, um, is very important to the life that you live. Again, it's not saying don't think about the past and don't think about the future because both you both provide a level of information and wisdom that certainly can help you. 
but don't live in the past and don't live in the future because the power that you have to create your future is right now. Now, I'm going to just say that the underpinnings of all of what we're talking about today um, is the courtesy of uh, several, several people, several well-known people like Deepak Chopra, um, Eckhart Tolle, who wrote a couple of books. One is called The Power of Now. The other is uh, A New Earth, which is both very, very good books. Um, David Hawkins, who talks about the power versus force. Ernest Holmes, who's another very fabulous um, read, which is the, the creation of the science of mind. I mean, all of these, if you ever want to just create an, an increased level of enlightenment for yourself, I would recommend Eckhart Tolle, Deepak Chopra, David Hawkins, Ernest Holmes, and there's a long list of others, but at least those four uh, can really, really help open your eyes to uh, some of what we talk about throughout the True Life Academy curriculum. And uh, I'm not recommending any books, but I, I do recommend that you read and learn uh, some of these concepts, some of these principles. And then from there, practice, practice, practice. You know, I, I mentioned once before that if you don't practice living these principles that we talk about at True Life Academy, they really don't do you much good. They just become tools that sit in your toolbox. And if you don't know how to use those tools because you haven't tried to use them, you haven't practiced using them, then when you really need them, they're not going to be very much help to you. So when I say practice, for example, this thing that I just talked about, not living in the past, not living in the future, not holding on to those things, but creating the power of now, living in the present, that's a tool. That's something you can practice. So when you catch yourself thinking a lot about the past and it starts to change how you feel, remember your emotions. We talked a lot about emotions and the emotions are an indicator of what's going on for you. So when you start to change how you feel, that's an indicator that something's happening. You could find yourself feeling much better, much better, much better, or you can find yourself feeling worse, 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 worse. Either way, it's an indicator that something's happening. And so if you find yourself feeling worse and worse and worse about something, catch yourself because it's an indicator, it's a gauge, it's a meter, and it's telling you that, okay, something's a little bit out of kilter here. What tool that I have in my toolbox that allows me to correct this, this feeling that's going on here. And you might find that, oh, I'm holding on to some kryptonite right now. This past is really creating this sense of regret and unforgiveness and, and worry. And, and or maybe it's the future is creating worry or, or, or whatever it is. So just pay attention to what's going on for your emotions and then apply the right tools that we talk about here. All right. So the present is really that powerful, powerful thing that uh, allows us to uh, move forward and create a future for ourselves that is empowering. And so I want to just make sure that, that that's where you spend your time. It, the present is a blank canvas. It's yours to decide what you do. It's a, an opportunity to begin again, to renew yourself. 
You don't have to hold on to the past. You can start right now creating that future. It's yours to determine. It's a rebirth for you. It's such a powerful, powerful position to be in. So the present, the now, no matter what's happened in the past, no matter what you feel about what's happened in the past, you have the opportunity to choose right now what your future is going to look like by establishing the power of choice in the present. Okay? That's a gift. Use it. Use it. The emotions that come with the present are just a feeling of joy, power, power. There's a feeling of wonderment. There's a feeling of love. All that is, is your ability to create. That enhances your ability to create. The emotions that come with the past are, are regret and, and sadness and anger, emptiness. Uh, you know, sometimes the past has with it. Let me, let me just address this one about the past because I don't want the past to, to scare you. I don't want you to think the past is all evil. There are things in your past that you look back and you smile. You might hear a song that comes on the radio and it just transports you right back to that moment. You ever have that? You ever have that moment where, oh, gosh, I remember that song. I remember exactly what I was doing. I had such a great time. I was with great people. My my life was great. It makes you smile. It makes you feel good. So there's nothing wrong with being uh, nostalgic. And there's nothing wrong with, with going back and visiting that. What's important is that you don't hold on to it too long. Because if you get stuck holding on to those, even those great memories, they can create a level of emptiness for you today. They can create a level of sadness because now you're missing it. They can create a level of anger because you now life has changed so much and it used to be good and now it's blah, blah, blah. You know, you can start telling yourself these stories. So even the past, if it's good, it's okay to visit it. You have to visit it. But don't hold on to the kryptonite, Okay. It will sap you of your power, and your power is right now, and your power uh, is, is absolutely critical to create your future. All right, so let's move on. Uh, the, the power that we're talking about is the power that you have within you. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do more justice to this when we come back from the break, but the power of the present, the power of the now is not a power that is is, uh, given to you by authority. You have the authority to be powerful. This is a power that comes from within. When we talk about your authority, whether you're the boss over a group of people or whatever it is, you may feel a sense of power. But if you wield it because of that, that is a force that you're wielding. You're not really wielding power. You're wielding force. And there's a very big difference there. And we'll describe that to you in, in a little more detail here in a moment. But understand the difference. The power is coming from within. The force that you're expressing is an external thing based on circumstance. All right. So I'm going to leave you with that nugget before we take a quick break. We'll be back after the break to revisit power versus force and the emotions attached to that. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. This is Toginet, Cutting Edge Radio. 
Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. All right, and welcome back to True Life Academy. We are talking about the present, the past, and the future, and we're also talking about the power versus force. Um, let's, uh, let's talk a, a little bit about the, the difference between uh, power versus force. And I'll, I'll be brief about this because there's another piece of this that I call, and many others call, the ego that we're going to talk about here. And I want to really make sure you understand what the ego is really all about. So the difference in your power versus force, um, I see these things as you know, mutually exclusive. They're not the same. Your thoughts, you know, obviously drive your words and your language and your, your, your power patterns show up in your words and your behavior. And I just wonder if you've ever worked for someone or know someone in your personal life that kind of, um, I'll just call it, you know, some, someone mentioned this word to me and it, it, just, it just resonates, uh, bullying. It's someone who's a bully, even your boss can be a bully. He gets things done by slamming his fist on the desk and telling you, you have to do this and you better do that. And maybe not in quite those terms, but his actions and words speak to a forcefulness. And because of his position, whether it's a, a, a father figure in your life or a, a, someone who, is, who has an authority of some level in your life, or, or at least is assuming that role, they believe they are authority in your life, they may be very forceful. And that is not power. That is not true power in my way of describing power. Because power has has no need for all of that show, that outward show of force. You know, let me just share with you what a forceful person will, will do. Um, it's arguably, um, it, it's something that requires a constant defense and proof. You got to always prove that you're in charge. If you're a forceful person, you're always having to prove you're in charge. If you know people that way, they're always they always have to make you wrong. They're always the right one. They're always trying to use force, whether it's intellectual force or physical force or otherwise. They're always using force to get their point across, to, to uh, push themselves up at a level that's above you. It, it has the effect of polarizing uh, individuals. Uh, it's, it's associated with partial. It's incomplete. It, it must always be justified. People say, well, this is the way it is because I said so. And they always justify 
the use of force. And it has an insatiable appetite and consistently consumes. So they're always looking for more justification, more uh, way to feed the monster of force, I'll call it. And um, it's, it's a movement that tries to get from here to there. It's always trying to accomplish something, always trying to get there. And that's what force is all about. And it, it, it arises from transient goals. When, uh, and when you reach the, the emptiness and meaningless, meaninglessness of it remains. So that's force. Now, now contrast that with true power. When person is powerful, you kind of know it. They walk into the room. They don't have to slam their fist on the table. They don't have to yell and scream. They don't have to bully. They don't have to be forceful in their language. They don't have to tell you what to do or tell you you're wrong or tell you they're right. It becomes evident. It's self-evident, and it's not arguable. It's not subject to proof as a result of that. You know, it's, it's a level of competence. It's associated with the whole, not pieces and parts and incomplete. It's associated with the whole. It has the effect to unify. People gather around. People want to be connected with someone that's powerful. Not someone that's forceful, but someone that's powerful. It doesn't move against opposition. See, when, when, when you talk about force, it automatically creates a counter force to push against. But power, true power, doesn't move against any opposition. It exists from the inside out. It requires no justification. It energizes. It gives, gives forth supplies and, and it supports. It, it, it is, uh, it's still and it's a standing field. It is rock solid where it sits. And it arises from meaning, motive, and principle. I mean, that is truly power. Now, hopefully, as I read through that, you felt a different sense of what power is versus force. Now, why is that important? That's important because... When people live in the past or they live in the future, they have a tendency to be more forceful than they are powerful. So when you find yourself living a forceful life, trying to prove that you're right, trying to to just get your authority heard and and be dominant, where is that coming from? Is it becoming from the fact that you were never that way and so you want to prove yourself today and so you're living in the past that you never had that level of, of, of power so you think that's the way to get it? Is it coming from looking at the future and being fearful that something's going to go wrong so you've got to take full control and you've got to be forceful so nothing goes wrong? Is that worry of the future creating that sense of force for you? Uh, so just pay attention to whether you're using force or whether you're using power in your day-to-day life. It, power comes from within. So I, I just want to share that with you. Now let's talk quickly about the ego because I think the ego is, is, is something that fuels how we use power versus force. And um, I'm going to share with you uh, just a quick, quickly the, the uh, definition of ego, at least in, by, by Sigmund Freud. Uh, according to Freud, the ego is part of a personality that mediates and demands the demands of the ID. Now, the ID is something that's part of the overall ego and superego and ID. And the ID is really 
uh, or, or the id, I guess he calls it, is really uh, something that we're born with that, that allows us to, to ask for food when we're hungry, etc. But the ego prevents us from acting on our basic urges that, that are created by the id. Uh, but it also works to achieve a balance with our moral and idealistic standards. But what we're going to talk about when we talk about the ego today is more of a spiritual ego. And uh, if we have it queued up, I uh, found where Deepak Chopra has described what ego is. So let's play that. The question was asked, uh, what is ego? And is it a good or bad thing to have an ego? The ego is actually our self-image. It is not our true self, but the true self that camouflages itself by labels, definitions, evaluations, analysis, and judgments. So when we create an identity based on an image which usually represents the good and bad obedience of the world, then the sum total of that identity is referred to as the ego. The true self, of course, is the field of possibilities, the field of creativity, the field of intentionality, the field of power. Field, I say, because it's non-local. And the ego identity is local, and the physical body is supposed to be the projection of the subtle body, which is the ego, intellect, and mind. How do we go beyond the ego? Through self-awareness, just through self-awareness, through awareness of our own thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and our speech. And through that uh, objective uh, awareness, uh, there's a spontaneous and slow transformation of identity from the ego to the true self. I have a beautiful poem by Rabindranath Tagore on the ego. He says, I came out alone uh, on my way to my tryst, but who is this that follows me in the silent dark? I move aside to avoid his presence, but I escape him not. He makes the dust rise from the earth with his swagger. He adds his loud voice to every word that I utter. He's my own little self, my lord. He knows no shame. But I am ashamed to come to your door in this company. And who's the lord? It's the true self. So here is Tagore advising us how to be aware of our own self-image and go beyond that through just self-awareness. Well... Uh, that is that is very insightful because the ego um, is, in, in other words, to really understand it and to begin to move to your true self away from the ego is to become self-aware. And becoming self-aware is not always that easy. Uh, I'm going to read something from Eckhart Tolle's book called A New Earth, Awakening of, of Your Life's Purpose. And uh, simply here in terms of this awareness and how important that awareness is, is uh, uh, many of us, uh, let me move on here. The moment you become aware of the ego in yourself, that emerging awareness is who you are beyond ego, the deeper I. The recognition of the false is already the arising of the real. 
So once you start to recognize that your ego is driving some of what's happening for you, then you really begin to understand who you really are, the recognition of the real. So let me ask you a question. How do you feel about being in a room full of, let's say, smart people, educated people, very highly educated people? How do you feel when you're uh, faced with someone or in a room full of very successful people, multimillionaires? How do you feel when you're in a room full of people who are just absolutely fit? I mean, they're, they are just toned. Their bodies are just fit. How do you feel? How do you feel when you're in a room of, of beautiful, gorgeous people? You know, if, you, if any of those triggered something for you, then recognize that that's your ego saying that, okay, I'm not quite up to that standard. I'm not good enough or I, there's something different about me. That's the ego speaking to you. And so when that ego takes hold of what your thoughts and emotions are, then you are losing your true power. So here's, that's another indicator. Find out where your ego, that threshold where your ego takes over and, um, and, and understand that within yourself. I think that is such a powerful place to be. Um, it, even the subtle things. You know, we all have it. Let me read something else uh, that just goes on further by Eckhart Tolle. For example, if uh, you're about to tell someone the news of what happened, Guess what? You don't, or you say, guess what? Or you say, uh, you don't know yet, but, you know, that's your ego also. Because you are, you're, you're paying attention to what you know versus what someone else. And you kind of get a little pleasure out of being able to tell them something. Because not, just for a brief moment, it's not really pervasive, but just that brief moment where you have information that someone doesn't, even if it's, a, if it's bad news, <laughs> You kind of feel this, oh, yeah, let me tell somebody this. That's the ego. So just pay attention to those feelings that you have within you because they're normal. We all have them. But understand that is not a powerful place to be. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about ego when we get back because I think this is a, a real key point to us living our true life and being our true self. So we'll be right back after the break. Thanks. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. 
Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And we are talking about, right now, we're talking about your ego and how your ego plays a role in you being your true self and realizing your true power, in your real power, your real life, your true life. All of those things are so important, and the ego sometimes gets in the way. Now, when we talk about ego in, in this sense, we're talking about, I, I term it your spiritual ego, which is really a part of you that focuses um, on, and, and the, the word spiritual ego is kind of an oxymoron, to be honest with you, because this, your true spiritual nature is not egotistical. So I, I, that's why I put those words together, because it happens at a level that really suppresses your true spiritual nature. And so uh, that's why I put those words together. I might, uh, might get some calls and letters on, on doing that, but uh, it, it allows me to keep in mind that the two are at opposite ends of who you truly are. You know, we put a lot of, uh, I'll just call it a lot of uh, identification of who we are based on our, on our bodies. And, and, you know, first of all, whether we're male or female, you know, when we, uh, when we identify ourselves as male or females, we put a lot into that and we live up to that. In fact, our, our culture um, really drives us to, become more of, of male or more of female. And that's just part of who we think we really are. It's part of our ident- identification. And the fulfillment of that is kind of um, one of those things that, that we look for in order to, to really, um, I'll, just, I'll just say, to really hone in and hold on to that identity. And it's a gender identity. And it's, it's unfortunate because there's many of us who who, you know, look past that as who we really are. And there's many of us who really hold on to that to determine who we are. And I'm a man, and, and that, you know, that means I'm going to be this way. Or I'm a, I'm a woman, so I have all these things, and, and, uh, and I, I am good at this, and I'm not good at that. So we start to identify with our gender in a way that sets up who we think we are. And um, we, we identify with our bodies the same way. You know, for many people, their sense of self is bound up in their physical strength, their good looks, their fitness, or their external appearance. You know, many feel a diminished sense of self-worth because they perceive their body 
as ugly or imperfect and imperfect. So, you know, that's just another another quote that just says we put so much into who we are based on what we look like. Uh, it take that's the ego at work. You know, so in some cases, the mental image or concept of our body is a complete distortion of reality. You know, a young woman might think to herself, uh, well, I'm overweight. And so she starves herself when, in fact, she might be quite thin. Um, She can't see her body anymore. All she sees is this mental concept of her body, which says I'm fat or I'll become fat. And at the root of this condition lies the identification with the mind. As people have become more and more mind identified, which is the intensification of egoic dysfunction. All right. So in other words, if you think about yourself as being a certain way and you respond to that thought, that's your ego. And so that's why when I talked earlier in one of the previous shows about your thoughts creating your reality, that's what's happening. Your ego can get in the way and create this reality that's not truly you. It's not real. So if you get connected to your real self, your true self, you can begin to have thoughts about what's truly real and what you really want to manifest in your life. So uh, I just wanted to, to share this ego thing with you because I heard people mention ego quite a bit. And I, I just I, I have an understanding what, what, what it is, but I had to do a little bit more research just to make sure I wasn't off track because I've heard people use it in the wrong way. And or I'll just say a different way. Um, no judgment. So, uh, you know, but that drives our emotional reflection of ourselves and and what we think about ourselves. And, and that creates the reality. Right. So I think that's a, a powerful message in itself. So when you have your emotional reflection and you know that you're feeling great, great, great about who you are, not about your circumstance, your money, your body, or uh, any of those other things that are ego-based, but you're very emotionally tied to who you are. That's when you're at the upper end of the emotional scale. That's when you're at the end of the scale that talks about love and happiness and beauty and joy. When your ego is taking over, it moves you down to the other end. It moves you down toward the area of sadness and anger and and fear, anxiety. That's the other end. That's where the ego really plays a role. And so as you find yourself moving emotionally down that other end, ask yourself, is this my ego? Am Am I holding on to the past? Am I worried about the future? Am I just worried about who I am? I mean, all of these things create this, this emotional roller coaster for you that is not where your power lives. And when you have that emotional roller coaster, when you are sitting down at the fear based side of your emotions, when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling fearful, when you're feeling angry, when you're feeling worried, it has a tendency to make you act differently. You begin to do things that are forceful. You don't come from a place of power anymore. You're coming from a place of force. So I'll just, I'll send this nasty text to this person because, you know, that's how I'm feeling right now. 
And that's a, that's, a, that's a use of force. That's not a use of power. A use of power comes from within knowing who you are and latching onto that and letting that speak for itself. It has nothing to prove. It has nothing. You don't have to justify it. It just becomes who you really are. And it is seen and it, is, and it speaks loudly. It speaks so much more loudly than force. But people don't see that often. People use force because that's where they're coming from. They're coming from a place of worry or a place of fear or somewhere else that's past or future. If you come from the present, if you come from the power of now, that emotion is one of joy, one of beauty, one of love, one of wonderment. That is where the happiness resides, and that is where your power resides. And that is where the now, the present resides. So going full circle from the start of the show, we talked about the three pieces that have to come together. Living in the present. I'm not saying forget about the past or never think about the future. I'm just saying where your power is, is in the present. And using that power, not force, because once you start using force, you're attached to ego, you're attached to the past, you're attached to the future, you're attached to things that are outside of you. But using your power and the present, the power of the present, and your emotions of love and, and joy and beauty, all those three things, when they're aligned, it is absolutely life-changing. And it's hard to align those sometimes. I get it. Because the past will creep up. You will think about the past over and over and over again sometimes. Or people will remind you of the past over and over and over again. Or people will play on your ego, both good and bad. They'll tell you, well, you look fabulous. You look great. So then your ego gets stroked and you just start to think, oh, well, maybe I do look great. And you walk in a room with people that look a lot better and then your ego takes a hit. Well, guess what? You're not being authentic anymore. You're letting your ego drive you. Or people will come up to you and, and they'll jump on your, they'll step on your ego right away. Oh, hey, did you gain a little weight? Oh, you're not looking that great. Or, you know, how come you didn't know that? I thought you were smarter than that. So they attack your ego right away. And then you identify with that and you begin to think, oh, maybe I'm not so good looking or maybe I'm not so smart or... You know, maybe I do have these issues. Um, I'm not as fit and I'm not as successful or whatever it is. That's your ego again. You're identifying with those things as opposed to who you truly are. And who you truly are is where that power lies. That power lies within you. So um, hopefully that was um, helpful to you tonight. That you learned a little bit about where some of the anxiety and fear and, and regret and worry comes from, comes from the past. It comes from the future. But if you really want to create the best future for yourself, live in the present. Stay in the present. Because anything else is grabbing a hold of kryptonite. And it will drain you of your power. The kryptonite will drain you of your power. Even Superman, who can... Leap tall buildings at a single bound who's faster than a locomotive and uh, more powerful than a locomotive and faster than a speeding bullet or however they say that. 
if he holds on to the kryptonite, if he holds on to the, if you hold on to your kryptonite, your past, you will, your power will be drained and you will not be able to create that future. If you hold on to it long enough, it can kill you. It's like taking poison over and over again and expecting someone else to die. That's, that's the lack of forgiveness there. So um, remember, live in the now. Okay, revisit the past because there's some great stuff you want to re- you want to re- remember and think about, and think about the future because you want to plan for the future. You want to make sure that your future is is healthy and bright. But don't spend so much time there that you create regret of the past or worry about the future because those emotions will be your triggers. They should trigger you to warn you that okay, I'm spending too much time. Let me go back to the right now. What do I have power over right now? What can I do right now that creates a powerful me that is not ego-based, but is really spiritually based on who I truly am? You do that, and I know, I know your life will change for the better. I know it will. It takes practice. This is another tool that you're going to have to practice. You can't just file it away. Practice it every day. You do that, it's a life changer. It's a game changer. It will make the difference in your life. I hope this episode has done something for you. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com and learn more. And uh, visit me on Facebook as well, True Life Academy. Live in thanks. Give when you can. Love first and then choose. If you do that, you'll have a fantastic life. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success. To help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.